so bad. So some people are obviously thinking that on go means half a second after go. <laughs> Maybe that's just the way the audio. I'm gonna be honest here. I clapped twice. <laughs> Brayden, you clapped Brayden. four times. Honestly, in the last one you were like, and I was like, I'm gonna kill her. I don't Brayden know why. Brayden just fucking giving a full ass round of applause. <laughs> no, what happened in my mind there is that I clapped and then I heard you guys clap and like I couldn't stop. <laughs> like, it's it like, like the crowd no. effect one yeah. person does something and you just have to follow because you're in a crowd honestly it was the most like unconscious like psychological I remember, phenomenon i remember a really long time ago i feel like this is connected somehow i was like moving my mouth in a strange way and you were like mimicking me and and you were doing it unconsciously and i was like what are you doing and you were like what and I'm, like, you're, you're like you're copying my facial things and apparently that's supposed to be a, a good sign of empathy so i don't know take take that for what it's worth i know people always say that to me it's like one of those things like <laughs> ainsley are you lit yeah like <laughs> oh my god no i'm just laughing because it's so true brayden's always doing things that other people's faces are doing <laughs> It's uh, such a weird trait to have. <laughs> I swear oh I'll God. like watch a movie with like a British movie and I'm like instantly have a British accent. <laughs> I feel it's like I nature. I feel like I'd be one of those people that like moves somewhere and like instantly starts talking like them and then annoys people when I come home. Yeah, you come home and then you leave and everyone's like that bitch, she's been in Australia two weeks. She doesn't have a fucking accent. <laughs> All right, well, how are you guys in life? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Specifically in life. I just not in any other way. <laughs> I ate a bunch of tacos. We had a dinner party here. My roommates did, and I feel quite ill. Yeah, we heard your fart before this started recording. <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Private. Are you in higher spirits than you were last week? Um, no. It, it it's like coming and going, you know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But I did try to start meditating, Sonia, after I was at your house, and I wanted to die, and I thought it was absolute torture, and then I read a book called um, When Things Fall Apart, which is all about Buddhism and talking about how important meditation is, so I've been trying to do that. That's good. Well, I hope that you continue. Thank you. In the book, they say <laughs> that she says that meditation is the having the will to die and die and die again and again. What the fuck? That's a nice way of putting it. That's I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking weird. It does increase your ability to deal with life's all of life's discomforts and pain and such. Yeah, but. I do like going to the Buddha Center because it's much cheaper than therapy and for me has been so much more effective. So, I mean, you can't mm. beat that. Which one do you go to? There's one in Guelph. Oh, okay. There's one by my house here in Toronto, right, Sonia? Yeah, Kadampa. Yeah, it's Kadampa. I'm pretty sure there's, there's one in Mississauga, too, that I've been to before. It's nice. Um. Listen to all of us Buddhists, eh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate yeah, meditating, I truly. Once. 
No, I told I to Sonia and Sean it was absolute torture for me because they do it for 30 minutes. They're at that level um, in silence, just breathing. And yeah, I had to I had to meditate in rehab like as part of the program and I fucking hated it. And then my therapist said, like, it's okay if you hate it. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, well, you're supposed to hate it. Like, the whole sucks, point is yeah. that you're sitting and, you're, and your body is creating... You learn how you create suffering, right? So you're sitting there and you're extremely uncomfortable and you start thinking about all these horrible things. And th- it's supposed to help you gain insight into why that is. Like, you're just but sitting don't, there. Don't why is it that, that you're... Don't you do that every night before you go to sleep? Well, yeah, that's why a lot of people will have to, like, watch something before they go to bed or they, they 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 can't even sleep because their mind is so wild. So you learn how to how to tame yeah. it and that's how, like to, how to basically how not you, attach to those thoughts. How do you guys go about meditating? Like, do you literally just, like, walk into a room and you're like, I'm going to meditate now and sit down? Or do you have to do activities leading up to that in order to like, calm yourself down and get into the meditation mindset? I think you, you just, just have to start go at it? breathing. And I mean, not start breathing or always breathing, but like start focusing on your breath and then you yeah, kind of like I, ease into When it. I do yoga, I meditate after I do yoga, but I there's no fucking way on earth I could just sit down and begin meditating. I can't yeah, you, do it unless that I'm like very relaxed. You have to pre-meditate for your meditation. Okay. And I can't do it for a long time. I just made that like up. five minutes in and out. <laughs> Brayden, that sounded so cool. <laughs> I, it was supposed to be a joke, and then you said okay, like very sincerely. Brayden, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm okay. I'm still working on moving, and I am overwhelmed all the time. And I have a UTI currently, so <laughs> no. Is this UTI. your 500th or 501st <laughs> UTI? I wish I knew that. Um, I get the, I don't get them as often as I used to in my um, early 20s and teenage years. Honestly, hey, like your progress. UTI amounts shocked me. Like absolutely shock, shocked me. I don't understand how a human being is capable of getting so many UTIs. Yeah, I used to get them all the time. So this is, this sucks. It's like a blast from the past. And I'm really uncomfortable, and I have to take public transit and have to pee the whole time. Do you have antibiotics? Are you trying to do it naturally? Oh, shit. My door's open. Um, I do not have antibiotics because I haven't had a chance to get to the doctor yet. And I just finished a round of antibiotics for strep throat, so I'm... No. So I'm uh, hesitant. To I'm reading it here because I was like, I knew there was something related to chicken. Bacteria in chicken causes UTIs in women. Does Brayden do you eat a lot of poultry? Um, <laughs> I don't think more than the average person. Like, uh, pref- <sighs> sorry, <laughs> it's my preferred meat choice. I guess I don't know. No, I don't know. I I'm very prone to UTIs too. So I have to take different supplements every day. But I swear to God, it's like something with my cervix because... I wonder... Yeah, I've one, been wondering what it actually is. One tilted cervix. Exactly. That is what... Like one um, doctor couldn't find it one time. And she was like, where is your cervix? A oh, doctor couldn't find your cervix. Yeah, she said it was But wait, like what slanted. would that have to do with your UTI? Well, like, I think that's like... That's a different system. Well, it's flipped. But no, I think that it... Like more bacteria can get stuck, 
What do you mean she couldn't you- find your cervix? Like, rewind here. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> I'm so confused. Know, How does a fucking doctor not know where your cervix is? Because it's tilted. Yes. It's not in the place it's supposed to be. But regardless of if it's tilted or not, like, you can you still know. Maybe I just have a giant cervix. I don't know. But don't you, like, know exactly where your cervix is and are like, yes, there's the cervix. It's like, where's the fucking, like, Where's where's an orange inside of a blown up balloon? It's like sure it could be fucking tilted or a different shape, but you still can fucking walk around in there and find the orange. You know, it's the same I think with she the cervix. Find it eventually. <laughs> she did find it. It's not like she was like, wow, you know, I I've been in here for an I hour. I guess you just and don't have one. And I can't find your cervix. That's oh. crazy, Jenna. Maybe you just don't have a cervix. But but wait, I don't understand how your cervix has anything to do with your urinary tract. <laughs> Jenna? Yeah. That's I, a, that's that's a question. Two different but, things. That's a very good point. But the thing, okay, because like your vaginal <laughs> canal, like mm-hmm. if your cervix is flipped the other way, then I think it's closer to where your bladder is. So like But it has uh, but it would have to enter there like at the entry point. Not like in the cervix. Mm-hmm. Can it get through the bladder? Because I think that's what this chicken story is about. It's how you eat the chicken and the bacteria gets in your body and then it can right. go wherever oh. it pleases. I, I, never I don't actually know. I'm just that. guessing. I just assume so it had weird. to come up through the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> it's always your <laughs> boyfriend's booty dicks. Yeah. Yeah. 100% of the time. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring up the weather, but this is actually very relevant. <laughs> oh my god! You apologize for bringing up the weather every time. So <laughs> I know, and I always bring it up, and it's always relevant. Hashtag storm again in 2020. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, Mike like Audis. Go on. <laughs> Do you guys not know what I'm talking about? Newfoundland got fucked oh, up yeah. and Ontario oh, right. got semi-fucked up. Yeah. yeah there was I a... didn't know people were calling it that. Yeah. That's I what they're like... calling it on Twitter. I hence feel... the hashtag. I feel like like I just didn't care that much about Newfoundland for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was like out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny that like um, they allowed all the workers to push the snow into the bay because normally that's illegal, but they were like, this is allowed this time because it's super fucked. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> if any time... Did you see all the videos of people, like, opening their doors and yeah. it's just um, fucking snow? Like the, yeah. I, 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 All I kept thinking was that would be so much fun. I know if you're, I like, know. fucking elderly or disabled, it wouldn't be fun. And, like, if Coming you were in an emergency, complete, like, nobody could help you. But healthy point of view? Fuck yeah, that's, like, a week-long <laughs> snow day, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just, I don't know, do snow angels and take I, pictures of your ice cube I door. thought of the the um overwhelming claustrophobia i would feel hmm Hmm. that's (laughs) legit (laughs) that like i I didn't like looking at those photos i didn't the thing that made me uneasy was the fact that the grocery stores were opening for like 48 hours or something and then that was it and everyone went insane lineups um and then that scared me because i was thinking about like having backup food and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah dylan and i have talked about this before like when we get a house we want to have like we literally want to bury he calls them sea cans 
um, what are they actually called? Shipping containers. We want to bury a shipping container underground and make like a little survivalist den and have like supplies and everything that you would need. Not surprised. You're such a loser. <laughs> I accept that. There, there's <laughs> but who will be running to my fucking bunkie when the world is ending? Yeah, you will wait and mock me! Mock me! That's literally the argument of every survivalist. Ainsley, <laughs> like I don't even know if I'd want yeah, to be in a bunkie fact. with you. So, Oh, you would love it. One of the top comments is... One of those stupid comments that's like Torontonians think they get a lot of snow. Psh, look at look at what we're getting. <laughs> Hashtag storm we get in twenty twenty. Like, oh, we get it. Yeah. Ainsley, I feel like you'd subject me to like mental tests in order to get like a can of food in the bunkie. I would. 100%. Yeah, Ainsley should never have power. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a king, like we. Yeah, talked about. she'd take yeah. advantage of it. Um, I just wanted to bring up too this week that I had this order from Amazon being delivered to my house and it was of a couple books and I was like following and tracking the order and it said that it came to Sudbury and then randomly it said it was being returned to sender and I was like what the fuck so I called Canada Post and they didn't really know anything about it they were like you should probably call Amazon I was like okay so I called Amazon and they didn't know anything either but I had to explain what was in my order to them and it was two books one was the buddhist chef and the other was necronomicon <laughs> wow and the, and the girl was trying to say necronomicon and kept butchering it and kept asking me to say it over and over again and i was like Fuck, this is so awkward i don't want to talk about this anymore what's necronomicon the book of the dead magic yeah are you doing like, magics no like it's not it's a fictional book. Well, some people, I don't know. There's a huge debate over it, but it's a fictional fucking book. <laughs> and it's about, like, the dead, and it's, like, a spell book, essentially. But I just was interested, and I thought I would read it. Like, I've read some of it before, but I was like, I'm going to read it. It's cheap. But, yeah, it was There's just a How Stuff Works on how the Necronomicon works, so. Yeah, it's pretty much, like, spells on how to deal with the dead kind of thing so what's your but, like what are you trying to do I'm are not, you just preparing for anything or do you have like an intended I'm not purpose trying to, i don't think that it's like a real thing i'm not preparing for anything i'm just interested in reading the whole thing wait but what's the controversy oh, about okay. it being fictional versus non-fictional yeah it's like for yeah. sure fictional <laughs> Magic well, it depends on your beliefs, Brayden. Don't just laugh at people's beliefs. That's like the Bible. No, but Is I know, like, to be not? like, it's controversial. Like, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably like generally considered fake. I don't know why. I just accepted that. I was like, sure, some people. Like, I also I ordered the Satanic Bible as well, and I'm so happy that it wasn't that one that was lost in the order. Thank God. Uh, yeah, well, I think Necronomicon is funnier to tell. Yeah, someone. Satanic Bible is like a bit like more. It's like okay, yeah, you're upfront about your weird shit. Necronomicon's <laughs> like, oh, what's that? I find <laughs> like the Satanic Bible. I would just be like, someone's trying to be weird. The other one, I'm like, oh, you're straight up weird. Yeah, agreed. True. Well, anyway, yeah, that happened. You know what else happened? No. Hashtag coronavirus outbreak, oh for fuck's sake. Hell it's yeah. coming. Ainsley, how are you prepared for this one? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I'm not going to get coronavirus. I live in the north, bros. It can get anywhere. You don't know that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, last time, like, crazy shit like this happened, it was H1N1, and I got H1N1, and I sur- <laughs> and I survived, so I'm just counting you on the H1 fact that You had H1N1? Yeah, I did. What? <clears throat> so is this just, like, a version of the cold? No, it's a, it's a, it's the same strain as It's like bronchitis, this... isn't it? It's the same, it's the same as SARS. SARS, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like a respiratory illness. I think it, present, it presents like a cold. And you can die from it? Yeah. 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 And it's from, like, but, weird animal shit. Yeah, I saw animal-to-human contact, which that's just never good. No. I think they'd always... Maybe, possibly, we should end factory farming, and then maybe this would never fucking happen. Yeah, no, it's true. That's probably where most diseases started from. And, like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy now, too, that they shut down that whole city and no one can leave or go in, and they're trying to contain the virus, which is so, like apocalyptic it's kind yeah. of like i'm entertained by it i know that sounds horrible but i'm like ooh, what's next you know it'd be, yeah. it'd be a good time to have a shipping container buried in the yard <laughs> hell fucking yeah it would but yeah i'm kind of banking on the fact that i would just survive <laughs> coronavirus and i'm not too worried about it i think my immune I, system can withstand coronavirus but i don't want to you know i'm gonna be real embarrassed you if really I get it knock and it kills on me. wood <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just realized that. What I was an like, insane thing to say. I keep doing that lately. I keep just like asking to be fucking murdered yeah. by fate. Like this can't get any worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like my immune system is weak enough to get it. Yeah, it is. You would definitely die from coronavirus. Although has has it improved? She'd be since vaping she as dueling? she went. <laughs> yeah, doctors uh, would be like Jenna, please. We have this patient. <laughs> Please she, put the vape down. Juling. <laughs> I have a shitty yeah. immune system, I think, too. Yeah, but actually, Sonia, you mentioned this last uh, pod that we recorded, but ever since I quit drinking, it has gotten a lot better, and since I switched to juling, so... <laughs> That's great, because I remember yeah. you used to get a lung infection, like, quite regularly. I know. <laughs> That's something that should be, like, a once-in-a-lifetime ailment. You just, Do you like, remember get when your I yearly you lung infection. When I was in Vancouver <laughs> and I Jesus. thought I was dying... And I was crying. Yeah, and you sounded like you actually were dying. Yeah, that was. Disgusting. I ended up having pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> Again, so another thing that a young, healthy person should not contract. <laughs> oh my god! I want to experience oh. everything. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> All right. I'm so sad to report that the last of the Zellers stores are closing. I have so many opinions. <laughs> First of all, I mean, well, actually, to be honest, I was surprised that there was still Zellers's. I, yeah, when I was listening to that story on the radio, I was surprised. I was like, holy fuck, there's still a couple out there? That's crazy. Wait, For so context, me, Sonia, and Ainsley all worked at Zellers in our teenage years. And it was, Jenna, got, did you? No, I didn't. My first job was We all was got A&P. hired. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I worked at AMP too, actually. Yeah, I had like a panic attack. Brady, you've worked at I... like every fucking place on earth for five minutes. Like That is true. <laughs> that was really funny that one time we were trying to find somewhere to eat and if someone would suggest something, you'd be like, nope, I worked there, can't go there. Well, <laughs> okay, what yeah. happened at this place? Nope. <laughs> Not only did she work at these places, she burned every bridge. Yeah, I burned it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I had like issues with substance abuse, so that happened. Does like, someone a little it makes you know. me sleepy in the morning and then i don't go to work <laughs> and then i never call them and i have yeah. no skills for coping 
It is very hard to prioritize work when you're very sleepy. Yeah. Do you guys remember the interview process for that too? They literally interviewed like a hundred teenagers on the same day and hired them all. Like <laughs> I remember I wanted not to be a cashier. All I wanted was not to be a cashier and then they yeah. made me be a cashier. I, I was so upset. And then you resigned I- because you gave me a discount on chocolate milk. <laughs> I gave you a discount on chocolate milk and got caught. And then I was like so embarrassed. I was like, fuck this, I quit. Wait, so did all I didn't want to deal with like their the reprimanding. Time. Yeah, we all worked together. Yeah. Like I remember you guys used to call in sick like every other week and then I like tried to at one point on, on March break, me and Ainsley booked it off and we didn't get it off, but we just didn't go for the entire yeah, March break. That. And we like we went there and we just, we assumed we were fired, so we went on the loudspeaker and we're like, oh, like, good evening, fuck faces and stuff, and then went up to the office to get fired, and they were like, we're going to give you another chance. Yeah, I remember they, but, like, called you in. They were like, good news, you still have your jobs. I was like, but what they, the The funny fuck thing is about that is that they called us both in at the same time and they only called me and were like hey Ainsley can you and Brayden come in to have a conversation with management at the same time like they knew what the situation was I I remember when we were walking up to the office too we were just like fucking knocking shit off the shelves we're 14 and we don't give a fuck about this job and then they were like hi girls we're gonna give you a second chance and here's your Christmas bonus and you got a raise and we're just like what my favorite thing about working at Zellers was all the customers as a fucking cashier whereas all the customers being like why don't you have this product and I was like I don't know I'm 16 and they'd be like Walmart does I'm gonna take my business there and I was like again Goodbye. 16 yeah, don't, care. don't care <laughs> like, like it happens so regularly I was like okay hey, go to fucking Walmart's I used where's to, your goddamn patriotism asshole I worked in the fitting room department and I used to just straight up take naps in the fitting room because like we were teenagers so we were partying this is like an open department store <laughs> <laughs> like, she would literally go shit. behind the counter and nap in the shelves. I would literally come looking for her and be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, where's Brayden? Oh, probably sleeping in the fucking shelves. And I'd go and be like, Brayden. <laughs> I, was I, a, it, I also want to mention too that Brayden was running like an illegal Tamagotchi <laughs> ring out of Zellers. She would steal Tamagotchis from Zellers, her workplace, and then resell them <laughs> to her friends. I didn't sell them. I gave them for free. Uh, that's somehow worse. I just got joy in seeing you guys get Tamagotchis. And it was they- funny too because they would check our bags when we left every night and I remember stealing like manic limbs and like fucking bags of candy and chin just walking out with like a literal hand sticking out of my back pocket of a mannequin arm and they'd just be like all right see you tomorrow I'm like what yeah the seller was very charming I stole all the like Polaroid photos of all the employees they kept on the wall I so, remember like, that liter- I literally still have them I have a stack of these oh I, I want to see so bad in that meeting- weird box you have yeah. I want to see your boss who looked like 14 and 40 at the same Megan? time you know those people She's yeah maggie maggie do you remember sabina yeah i remember sabina fucking sabina <laughs> tell me about oh, but anyways it stands to reason why zellers is closing yeah, yeah it was a fucking shit show guys you guys have to take this in this guy who i guess has worked there for like ever and he collects all this old old shit that used to be sold at Zell- at zellers at the beginning he has this uh 
old fucking some sort of World War II memorabilia thing. It's like an old magazine. Oh, I saw and that. And it talks about Hitler's mad career, and it's got swastikas <laughs> on it. And he, he, he said, this isn't about Hitler. This is about the Zellers. <laughs> I point that out to everyone that I show. I say, no, I'm not a Hitler fan. I'm a Zellers fan. Like, so prudent <laughs> to know. Yeah, in that um, article, I was he thinking said that he... he might enjoy those Polaroids that I have. Yo, you should actually get in touch with him and sell them. Yeah, I will. I mean, not sell, give, give. Yeah, I don't sell. Remember, like the Tamagotchis. (laughs) (laughs) The picture bug in my ear. I'm like a Robin Hood. The fucking picture in that article, too, is so funny that you're referencing. It's just him, and he's holding up two fucking keychains for, like, random bathrooms in cellars. It's like, why did you keep those? And his wife I mean, is like, this is hoarding. And he's like, no, it's a collection. Like, get all man's this have a passion. shit out of my house. I'd be so mad if that were me. They, Him and his wife also met there right and they said that there there were many couples who he seduced her via zellers like he she worked at like store 64 so he got her 64 like roses 64 something and he made it all romantic sounds manic is that cute though yeah they're still together honestly i don't know about you (laughs) do you guys remember the, (laughs) the ride outside of zellers Oh, the Zeddy oh, wheel? the little <laughs> yeah. bear in the little fucking airplane or whatever the fuck. It was the around. Zeddy wheel. <laughs> I remember I, I was walking was in one day. It was the Zeddy wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Did it okay. Target take over Zellers and then like immediately fold? Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say like at least Zellers outlasted Target. There was so much hype around Target. Everyone wouldn't shut the fuck up about Target. I like closed my eyes and all of a sudden there was 40 Targets everywhere I went. And then, they and then a couple months later gone. And I was like fuck you Target in your face. Thank you Sonia. <laughs> fuck you Remember Target. Remember Target in your Canada? Face. It was like everyone just would not stop talking about how amazing Target was. I don't Target even think I went I never went in any of them. I still have never been in a Target. That's I went in one to see what all the hype was about, and it was just a department store. And I was like, why? Oh, you've never been to Target in general? Mind? Oh, wait, no. Brayden, I remember when we were in Buffalo one time, we went in a Target, and then we saw a lady with a mustache and followed her. Oh, no, I've been in many a Target, like in the States. Target is bomb. It's a great department store. It's just like oh. not that interesting if you expect something other than a Target, or uh, sorry, a department store. Yeah. It's There you go. Yeah. I just, I guess I was expecting something more. Something. Wait, Jenna, can we go back to your AMP first job? What were you going to say about that? Oh, um, I was also 14 and hired there on one of those like mass uh, hiring days. And then I was I was also cashier and like constantly panicking all the time. (laughs) Anxious teenage Jenna. And I remember I had gone to a party like a couple weeks before it was. Oh, I won't say his name. Um, And then I made out with him. And then he came into my till and it was the most horrible experience. Like I anxiety blackouted. And then shortly after that, this woman came through my till and had this like giant shrimp ring. And it was custom. It was custom made uh, for a party that she was just heading to, and we didn't have like the gun scanners. It was like with the mirror situation. So I was trying to like the fucking price tag oh, was God. on the bottom, and I was trying to tilt it a bit to like get the barcode scanned. And then I tilted it, and the whole thing toppled over. And she freaked out at me. And then I quit that day. 
because I couldn't handle I couldn't handle the heat. It was too much. Honestly, like working retail is such a soul crushing job and you only get better the more you do it. And sometimes it's just like fuck this, I quit. Like I've been working at several different retail jobs where I go there for like 3 days and then I'm like, "You know what? Not today. <laughs> Not ever again." Brayden, you and I worked at Mex when we were going to university i think you did one shift and i did two. Oh yeah and they they tried to call us in for people's six shifts for like months three months after. after i'm like i don't even we just <laughs> we both just stopped showing up and like a month later i'd be like still getting calls <laughs> she'd be like yep jesus sonia yeah, whatever i am feeling like a little sad i think about how you were the manager at stitches and it makes me so happy oh sonia was my manager at stitches <laughs> You know what I was at Stitches? Not an employee, but I hung out there for all of your shifts. Because yeah. <laughs> we were there all the time. We were the mall crew. I remember at one point I would like look across the food court and just see like all our friends working in various <laughs> Guys, remember when I worked at the fucking Things Engrave kiosk like in the middle of the food court? <laughs> That's the funniest Wait, location did? for you. Yeah, I did. And it was terrible because you literally see every single person you don't want to see in Georgetown because you're right in front of the food court and in the middle of the fucking mall yeah you working at a kiosk a is a fucking mall. nightmare it's a goddamn nightmare but i did make really good friends with the like ancient security guards in there and they would bring me cookies and like get me to read chapters of my comic books to them it was kind of adorable working for the money you know who else is getting money oh god the same those- way <laughs> <laughs> those poor poor people the families of those who had people they knew die on the Iranian flight. Why that was say it like terrible. That? that was yeah. the weirdest delivery. That, like, hurts my soul. <laughs> you like so, transferred between like five different emotions. <laughs> How did I say it? It was like, so weird. I don't know. You started out like passionate and turned into like indignant or something i don't know it was a it was a roller coaster wow i can't wait to listen back and and understand and go through what you were experiencing i found that 25 smackaroos crazy does anyone else find that crazy was it twenty five thousand per family yeah i believe so i don't know is that like high or low i don't know what the like going rate is for family members that die on that's what that's my point though i like i don't understand what the limit is or if the government should even be handing out money to random families of people who have died from a terrible thing you know what i mean like it's kind of so bizarre well the argument is that yeah like i mean of course it's a tragedy and of course we want them to have support but then what about other people who also have tragedies and uh yeah but that one's a high profile tragedy but that's do you think that it was but i'm also thinking like the people who died on the flight from canada they were all kind of like faculty members and students right like the majority of them so i'm like the government is giving people money who are in a certain kind of bracket you know what i mean right so that's that's where i kind of found it problematic because there are so many different situations that have happened in canada where people have died and the government has given them nothing and they haven't been university students they haven't been faculty members they've been maybe possibly minorities or on the lower end of an income bracket 
I wonder though if that's more to do with the fact that it was so um so talked about because they're in that bracket and the government's responding more to that yeah. or if the government's actually just rewarding that bracket do you know what I mean Mm-hmm. That they're they they want the publicity from that, and the that's what that I'm saying. Is, that's why I think he's giving the money up because it like there's so like much for political to, reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, y- well, yes, but I mean the reason that that it is such big news is maybe more to do with the fact of the type of the people that died, mm-hmm. and then there it might also be a foreign policy thing. I don't know, like goodwill yeah, in Iran. Maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know anything about foreign policy, but something but I thought like, of did, too. The government didn't give any money to like the hum Humboldt crash victims families right the Humboldt yeah. crash victims got a they, lot of money yeah, yeah they, i know they, they had their gofundme the, or whatever GoFundMe. but still why is there a lack of gofundme for this and the government's doling out paychecks? maybe they're considering it a fault in their part and lack of security yeah that's also true but because the humble crash was entirely an accident maybe there's a case to be made mm-hmm. for the the plane crash not be, like being some sort of neglect on Canada's part yeah Hmm. I think it was mainly just a political move and for the optics when Um, you think about a mix of both what you guys were saying when you think about like all that money too like how much money actually is that like that's a lot of fucking money to give away when there are a lot of you know other issues going on in Canada that I would argue are a little more important than a funeral uh, yeah when I was watching people argue about this too I I always find um issues like this frustrating to talk about because I like I don't know how I feel about it I, I see both sides but then I was like I was on reddit and I saw people arguing and someone would be like well why why this cause specifically why not other people who have been through similar tragedies and it's like oh you don't care about these people like you're racist or or whatever or you just don't want the government to help people and it's like that's a totally disingenuous argument like i mean i'm sure maybe some some people are arguing out of that but then there's also a legitimate point to be made a legitimate question at least about this and i always hate when it kind of devolves into that like i think it's like such a good example of one of those issues and no one wants to be the assholes like i don't want to i wouldn't i would not want to stop this right if someone was like it's in your power to make it so these people don't get the money i'd be like nope they can get it they can they can have it right I, but, yeah, but but it's but a the democracy of it, we have the right to question where government money is going that's I the kinda, point of a democracy i kind of bristle at i guess any any argument where people start doing the why are you giving money to this when you could be giving money to this there's always going to be something that you value more like saying you don't value this as much but it's always a matter of opinion so i i I sort of get stressed about people complaining about people helping people in general yeah no i totally get that and also i really want to mention that um you saying i bristle at is so cool and i'm definitely going to use that i felt bristle i felt you you move your entire body and consistently with the way one bristles um no i I, but that's the problem is that when you set something like this up when you have an argument where if you question it out of principle you look like the asshole i think that that makes it hard to apply policies fairly and i think that it's a 
fair question. How do we apply policies fairly? Oh, how can you ask someone why they want to help this group and not that group? And well, also, it's a legitimate it's like, question. I also feel that since it was faculty members and like perhaps students, maybe people on a wealthier bracket, like a funeral wouldn't be totally inaccessible to them compared to other people who have been the victims of other terrible tragedies I mean, in Canada but, like, who might not access that. And it's almost $1.5 million that the government has given out to these families. Yeah, That's a I lot think, of fucking money. I think the twenty five grand each was way too much. Um, yeah, but again, yeah. we're kind of just like assuming that... Also, it's not like... It Guys, is like, like twenty-five their grand isn't that much money and, for a funeral. And, They're like fifteen thousand dollars. Well, no, and some of it also yeah. went to the cost of them having to fly out to go identify, or the yeah, body. also or returning whatever. the bodies as well. Yeah, returning the bodies. And I like, know, I, I honestly don't see that as a very high cost at all. And again, like we don't actually know how wealthy these families are. Like I feel like that's true. It's that is an assumption, and I mean, like there are a lot of people who come from lower income families who like apply for bursaries and scholarships and get through entirely on their own and they could have a fuck ton of debt as well yeah so we don't actually know but yeah i don't i don't see it as a high cost i don't think that twenty five thousand bucks it's it is a drop in the bucket i just think it's i don't even again i'm not on one side or the other i just think it's a legitimate question and i kind of i i feel uncomfortable when someone sets up the argument in a way where if you are questioning the fair application of a policy that you just don't want this one group to to be helped out and yeah i just think that that's an unfair i i agree with you i I think that doesn't get at the bottom of the problem i agree with you on that but i but it's just the argument why these people and not these people it's just so i just brings unhelpful to me instead of yeah it does i think just because also there are there were like multiple countries involved and like the ukraine and the u.s and iran and i think that it it shows Canada in like a really good light in the way that they're like, oh, well, we're giving each family 25 grand because of this like horrible tragedy that like mm-hmm. happened to us, perhaps because people like people are blaming it on Trump, et cetera, et cetera. And it just shows that from an optics point of view that Canada is like if you guys devoting a lot of I don't know. If you guys had someone you know die on that plane crash and you were their family and they gave you $25,000, do you think you would, like, spend it all on a funeral or? Well, you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to, it doesn't matter if they literally spend that check on a funeral, if they're incurring the funeral costs anyways. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that situation if a government gave me 25000 fucking dollars to spend on a funeral. Like, but I, I mean, but you're, f- but if you're having the funeral anyways, they might have a bit left over, but you have to pay for that anyway. No, yeah, I know. I just don't, I, I don't know. Wait, are you saying that you would maybe not? have a funeral and spend it on I don't um, understand. and spend it on a cubano gold microphone <laughs> well i mean depends like i because funerals are for not for the dead person they're for the people who are mourning them are you like, are you more in general asking if we would have a funeral f- for someone <laughs> i don't, you, I don't <laughs> understand no i'm just like I don't know. I guess I'm just still caught up on the issue of 
the government giving $25,000 and even accepting $25,000. I'd be like, what? I don't, I do not. I wonder if the, thank you. (laughs) If they would have any, like they wouldn't have to like get the families to show receipts or anything, right? Or would there be some sort of like (laughs) reconciling in the fact that they're like giving this money and then it's like, okay, now like show proof that you have spent it directly for these reasons. You have to fill out one of those forms and it's like reason (laughs) for reimbursement. Yeah. I was was big near Iran situation. I lay dinner every night and morning. Like, I don't know. Do you think that by accepting that gift that might um uh, not allow them to take legal action. Oh. But wait, you said something about Canada being involved. Is that like a thing? Like it was somehow... Who, me? No, there's so, no, no evidence someone... of that. It Literally at this point, the only evidence that there is is that somebody shot down the plane with two missiles and they're saying that it was human error and that's pretty much the only information that we have. Like Iran still won't even release the black box, so... So preventing legal action from on Canada's part? Just or? like suing Canada because you're accepting a gift? I don't know. Could be. I want to know more about the 911 emergency situation. Oh. <laughs> because I'm scared. <laughs> no, honestly, it's, it's so bizarre. Yeah, there was a story this week where um, I heard it on CBC where it was just essentially people saying um, that 911 and its convenience and always having someone there to answer your call is kind of becoming a thing of the past because the technology um, is kind of 50 years old and the whole program is underfunded and understaffed. So there's been a lot of examples lately of people calling 911 and getting just like a busy signal or being deferred to another number or stuff like that which is kind of fucking terrifying in respect to how we've always lived our lives just knowing that 911 is kind of always an option like through is our it- privilege it's just become a norm and to think about not having 911 as an option is so fucking crazy and that's the reality now that is it it's- per- sorry no go 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 i was going to say is it particularly in certain parts of Ontario or is it all around Ontario because um, the story that I read was saying that it's a general Ontario thing um, there was one example that was in the GTA and it was of this dude in Mississauga who was driving behind this person who was driving erratically and he was like oh my god this is fucking crazy I'm calling the cops so he called the cops and he was um put on busy there was a busy signal for over 15 minutes so he was just following this crazy driver flashing his lights and honking his horn so people would get out of the way and eventually the driver crashed into a snowbank and passed out at the wheel because he was so drunk and like the cops were not available in that time and that person could have killed anyone on the road you know and then Mm -hmm. the other example that was in the story was a woman from Sudbury whose husband had a heart attack and she called 911 and it said that the number wasn't 
available or something like that and to call the operator so she called the operator and the operator they were kind of sparring back and forth because the operator was like oh just call emergency services and she was like I tried I can't get through can you please call them I was directed to you and the operator was like oh I don't know blah 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 but then eventually the operator called emergency services and it worked so for the woman in Sudbury I think the situation was that it wasn't set up properly so the last four houses on her street didn't have access to 911 services. So when they called from their landlines, it wasn't going through properly and it would tell them to call the operator, which is like, what? I think... I wonder... I Go ahead. No, I think that they are looking to revamp the whole system because, I mean, no one even really uses landlines anymore. And I think that there's also issues with 911 dispatchers not actually knowing where people are too. And that I think they're going to be doing something with cell phones where they're, they're going to be able to like know our like have access to our specific coordinates. I think some of them still do, but there's also like that is all patchy as well. Pocket dialing. Yeah. What? Apparently that's fucking them up. I heard that they're like the pocket dials with cell phones and stuff like that. They just get like 500 a day and they had to like establish a whole new system to deal with the fucking pocket dials and just people, and people calling, calling for- them accidentally. And they have to go back and make sure that someone isn't like being kidnapped or trapped under a car or whatever. Right. So they have to yeah. follow up on every pocket dial and it just like sucks up so much resources and what if you're about to die my sister yeah. accidentally pocket dialed 911 and they called her back and she was like everything's fine and they're like well we're already sending someone to make sure it is fine and they showed up at her house um people have also i remember at the beginning of the year they published a list of like the dumbest reasons why people call 911 and it would be like if they got in a fight with a family member, but it wasn't like an actual domestic violence thing or like a dentist chipped their tooth and they I were feel angry. like every, yeah, I feel like every year someone calls 911 because like their pizza wasn't delivered properly <laughs> or I don't know, something like very silly. And it's like, like, I don't understand why you did this, sir. <laughs> like neighborly disputes and shit. It's like, they keep parking in my driveway. And it's like, yeah. madam, this isn't the proper line. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to know how you get to that state where you're calling 911 because like your neighbor didn't cut their lawn or something. Like I, I want to like inhabit that mindset every one of our grandparents (laughs) have probably made one of those calls probably even like noise complaint calls and two like i bet you a million people call 911 for noise complaints every year it's like this is not an emergency (laughs) have you guys had to ever call 911 legitimately for yeah i called 911 because ainsley was having um uh an allergic reaction outside a club going into anaphylactic shock <laughs> yeah and they had to walk yeah. me through stabbing her with her epi pen and we were both like fairly intoxicated it was, it was pretty wild funny. it was one of those like movie moments where Brayden was like where do i do it and i was like i don't know i don't know <laughs> I don't think you're, I'm you're gonna supposed do it to know okay. <laughs> and we're and just looking at each other and she she know? raised her arm and we were both just like ah and then she just stabbed me no i had never done it before this my is sister when I, like when i first started getting allergic reaction so my doctor just prescribed me an epi pen because i hadn't been to an allergist yet and he was like, if you ever need it, go. And I literally, my throat was fucking closing. And Brayden was like, I don't know what to do. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, Good and times. then the paramedic gave me the EpiPen remains as as a 
tribute a tears. Yeah. keepsake <laughs> that's memory. lovely yeah he he was like shh i'm, I'm doing the shush thing because uh, i don't think he would it's like a biohazard or something yeah, you know, <laughs> he, he, he like, like winks at you yeah. as he like deposits the shards into your hand <laughs> honestly yeah. like that's more or less how it went it was so funny he was just laughing at us the whole time because like after she EpiPen me, I was obviously fine. So we were in the ambulance and he had to put the oxygen mask on me. I was like, do I have to wear this? He was like, yeah. And I was just looking at Brayden being like, hello. And just like joking around. <laughs> and he was just like laughing at us. And then when we got to the hospital, it's protocol for someone who's had a shot of epinephrine or whatever. Um, you have to wheel them in in a fucking wheelchair if they're conscious. So I had to be wheeled in in a wheelchair. And Brayden was just like ripping on me while this paramedic was laughing. <laughs> Thing. It was hilarious. I have had 911 called on me more often than I've had to call 911. Actually, I, I also think the same is for me. Sorry, it wasn't always like called on me. Sometimes like I was hurt <laughs> physically. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, <laughs> this is maybe maybe the uh, politicians are doing calling 911 and doing ecstasy At in the- their cabinet retreat. Probably not, or we would have heard about it by now. But I, think I so, do definitely sure. eating a lot of donuts. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even understand like what everyone Happened. was so pissed off at JT for. So Trudeau was buying donuts for like his retreat, and he went to this um, store, <laughs> this boutique donut store, and I guess they were like forty five dollars for some of the donuts, and people were pissed because that's at the taxpayers' money, and he should have mm-hmm. gone to Tim Hortons. But people would have been equally as pissed if he went to Tim Hortons and not to a mom and pop shop. Of course, one hundred percent. The whole it's thing, such a silly fucking thing. The place was called Oh Donuts, and I guess they're like it's run by women, and it's like. They're all about um, using organic local ingredients. And they came back with like multiple tweets against everyone just being like, like ripping on Tim's basically and how it isn't Canadian Our donuts owned. are expensive because we pay our employees well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess only like one of their donuts on the menu was that expensive too, but people were obviously using that as, um, oh, for sure. to make it yeah, more outrageous. It was like 37 or $47 for a dozen donuts, but. I mean, this is we'll just add that to the reach. 1.5 mil, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably like a fraction of a percent of the cost of this retreat, which what what was is this a thing that happens like on a regular basis? Yeah, yeah. is that like a yearly thing or only yes. when they shuffle cabinet? Oh, it's a yearly thing, okay. Um yeah, oh. it's annually. I think that they usually have two a year. But it's basically for them all to bond. But I'm assuming they're all getting shit faced, and then also like oh, they're totally doing getting activities. Shit-faced. I mean, like the one. To do you be think on they're a doing dress on the falls? Wall there, eh? The one provincially uh, that passed this year, <laughs> it was falls. like they call it. Um, they have <laughs> oh, a retreat, yes. but then like, they do also think? do like an international plowing match as well, where they go and like support farmers, and like it's this whole like. Did you say deport thing. farmers? No support. Oh my um, god! I was like, "What? This is what they do on the cabinet retreat." They yeah, I was like, "I knew that. I, like, that's what I heard too, but I knew it could not be true." <laughs> I don't know. I assume they all like sit in a circle and hold hands, and I don't know. Do you think like they have like like weird sex stuff happens? I'm sure at least one weird sex thing has happened. Most definitely. Like, there's, there's no some, fucking like, embarrassing way. Embarrassing stuff. 
Imagine if it was just like they all got there and Justin Trudeau was like, to make you feel comfortable, I'm going to show you my penis. <laughs> that would be fucking cool. Yeah, I know. That's a, that's that's a power totally move. move. Yeah, that's, that's a huge a power move. move. Like, I would be like, I respect and will always listen to you. <laughs> and that's not something I normally say when I see a surprise penis. Yeah, agreed, agreed. No, but what do you think they actually do? Like, how long are they there for? Three days? It's like, yeah, two two days usually trust falls definitely cocaine cocaine definitely, definitely. <laughs> sexy times <laughs> do you think they get real with each other do you think they like I think share justin and, like, i love figure you themselves so out? much i wonder man. if they're like, al- actually... i wonder if they're allowed alcohol there like if oh, they're definitely. out for dinner or shit are they definitely. i'm sure they wouldn't come oh. if they couldn't drink do you think they have those like That's really heavy. embarrassing <laughs> drunk conversations where they're like i thought you hated me yes, oh definitely. God, yes. the minister <laughs> of health is just like i was i always thought you were cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're totally gonna hang out after this no man yeah <laughs> do you think any of them have like accidentally revealed huge secrets and they all have to sign like non-disclosure agreements for the weekend they're probably all in on the same secrets. For Maybe the they part. all have to murder True. someone so they know none of them will tattle. They all prick their fingers <laughs> and put their blood together. <laughs> blood brothers. <sighs> blood cabinet. That doesn't sound as cool. <laughs> blood cabinet. Yeah. Oh my God. That's but I also do think a lot of it is like them trying to motivate one another and then I actually remember the person that I used to work for she said that they did a lot of like you know there are this many days left until next election day and from like you need to start doing things today that will inform people to vote for you in three years from now and like you need to start thinking about all these different things and like already start like campaigning policy now. wise or oh. like <laughs> hashtags yeah then they hashtags do a bunch of glow and, and like think of ways that they can make people like them yeah yes oh man i just want to know if they've seen jt's penis that's all i want to know we'll never know anyway but... talking about penis what if one of us gets elected <laughs> to cabinet <laughs> we'll we'll find out. Someone, who do you think someone get elected actually sonia probably you but probably who be the best politician definitely not me because we've already decided that i'm very king-like and kings no. have yeah no you're place more fit politics. for the monarchy you don't have enough restraint <laughs> I'm both i was like even-handed in a fiefdom 300 years ago maybe but what's a fiefdom mm-hmm. um a fiefdom is just like a small like civilization kind of in a small area <laughs> i don't know how to say that it's like okay it's like a little so property and somebody rules the little area like medieval like there's an overlord shit. yeah i don't okay. think i'd be a good yeah. politician for reasons discussed earlier that i mimic people's faces yeah that i have and good. i have very poor <laughs> attention span Things. Jenna I jewels feel- too much, so she's automatically. Yeah, it would be Sonia. <laughs> Sonia, I accept. I, I will infiltrate the, the government Sonya and anywhere. find out what Justin Trudeau's penis looks like. Thank okay, you. I wonder if he's elected. cut or uncut. Oh. What do you guys think? Cut. Well, he. What, I think he's his, cut too. Yeah. I think he's cut too. I, like I was a, just gonna yell cut, but I don't know why. He just gives me that vibe. My dad literally. In the background, when I was talking to my mom today, he was also there, and he was like, 
So you, on your podcast, you guys should uh, talk about what you think about uh, Justin Trudeau's beard goatee thing. And I was like, oh, dad. Been there, done that. I'm so happy your mom <laughs> listened to us. Yeah, and she loved it. And she was like talking to people about it and, and told my dad about like my brother and I's doomsday plan. And she, like she was like stoked <laughs> on it. It made me very proud. As we discussed uh, previously, my mom can never listen to this. No. How are you going to like, how are you going to ensure that? Because I feel like she just will. She's found out about everything that has happened to me in my life that I've never wanted her to know. So I'm not even going to try. I think I have the most like time before my mom listens to it, but I know she will eventually. (laughs) Oh, Sonia. (laughs) Podcast. <laughs> this <I>, podcast. <laughs> it's like an online radio thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, she watches spend. all of Sean's YouTube videos, so I know that's that's, so that's, that's why I'm. Yeah, that's adorable. I don't, I think my mom will probably listen to it, but I'm just glad my nana won't. <laughs> no, she no might. Oh, Brayden, I heard what you said yeah. about Justin Trudeau's penis. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she. I don't think she'd like the drug use talk. Oh, right. I know that intellectually she knows I'm a drug addict, but I don't think she really, like, thinks about that too much. I'm glad that, like, I've reached that threshold in age where now I can talk to my parents about random drug times when I was a child and be like, yeah, I did ecstasy and this happened or, like, something like that. I've crossed the threshold of age where it's acceptable now looking back to tell the story because I was young and dumb and I'm not that close to it now it's a good it's a i good guess because you're not in a an addict it's like more acceptable yeah it's like my funny. mom my mom <laughs> still <laughs> hasn't accepted that i'm an adult and i think that they're she never it's will. yeah it's just she still wants to like smother me and protect me from the world and I don't think she realizes that you've been fucking balls deep in the world. Like she needs to move the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But, uh, okay, we have a. Are we have you a few listening option. to this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like we're gonna have to. Hey, so we're gonna have to cut this. <laughs> um, what do you What do you guys want to talk about? Um, I, I, someone about. said penis, and that made me think of a the gay pastor. What's going on with this gay pastor? Oh my god! <laughs> You're. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. He likes them. He likes the dick. This just in the Lutheran church pastor likes the dick. Ralph likes penis. Ralph and he's likes a pastor. The fucking dick. Imagine that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he's a 66 year old pastor. And during the 80s, I guess he was gay. And I guess he was gay. (laughs) No, he's a gay as fuck man. And um, Mm -hmm. he was a Lutheran pastor. And in the 80s, he kind of left his church because he asked around all the other pastors. He was like, can I practice as an open gay man? And they were all like, I don't know how this will work. So he was like, all right, peace out. And recently he just came back to the Lutheran church as an openly gay man in Toronto. So he is the pastor of the Lutheran Church in Toronto as an openly gay man, which is pretty like the lead pastor. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know I like mean, how the hierarchy works. And personally, 
I think, like, if you're gay, why do you want to be a pastor? I was exactly. just thinking the same thing. Like, why does he want to go back to this fucking <laughs> shitty organization? It's probably some, yeah. like, shitty religious reason, reason but I, I just, I don't understand why someone would want to even enter, like, a Christian realm being a gay person. I don't get it. I think Is Lutheran the one where you have to be celibate? I don't. Because if it is, know. then it's irrelevant, right? Because if you're no, not having sex, what's no, the difference? No, because I think but... I, I read somewhere that um, he was asking about coming back, and they were like, maybe, but the only way it would really work if you vowed to be celibate as, like, an option. So I don't think that it's required. Maybe he is just very devoted to God and okay, so disregards I- everything else. He said that he, uh, the general public thinks of the church as rejecting and judgmental. So he's like trying to give it a new name. Uh-huh. So that makes sense, I guess. Uh, maybe like he'll be an example to f- other gay men. But it's also like he's saying the public thinks that it's rejecting and judgmental. And it's like he has literally experienced that rejection and that <laughs> judgment yeah sorry i meant that he's saying like he can change that i guess actually oh, no okay. he did say but, the perceptions so, but yeah that's what i don't get honestly i'm never going to be able to wrap my head around christian beliefs in general and even more so towards lgb so i i'm at a loss here i don't know why the fuck he would go back but like props to him for facing a bunch of hatred and trying to i guess spread some love i don't know <laughs> there's a quote yeah, all, all in the this best, yeah all the best to ralph there's a quote in this <laughs> article about him that i like i don't know if it's taken out of context but it's very odd it says i'll try to serve faithfully our congregation is in the heart of the city surrounded by ryerson university there are no end of possibilities there's a safe injection site around the corner <laughs> there's poverty what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Around okay. yeah what the fuck does that mean there's no I end guess to the there's possibilities. Many possibilities oh maybe like something like that's what he's gonna work on like he's gonna help people oh because yeah because he said i'll try to serve faithfully and then mentioned uh, apparently i guess a bunch of degenerates who he's gonna fucking help yeah he's gonna he's gonna save all those junkies i guess well, thank you so With much, fucking Wilson, or powers. whatever the fuck your name is. Oh, Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Wilson. Where did I get that from? I don't know. I, I don't know it. about it. Like, I get, like, it's a good step for religion, I guess, if this is making news that an openly gay man can be a pastor. But it's I don't also think women like, can be pastors still. No. Well, it depends on which type of on the religion. religion. Because it's not all Christianity, women can't be pastors. It's like certain sects of it, which doesn't really make yeah. sense. But yeah, no, like I get that. Like some sects, the they can be married, and then some are like more fundamentalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's Catholicism. <laughs> They've got some <laughs> weird rules. Like it is what it is. It's yeah. You don't yeah. like do I don't know do do something else if you don't if you don't believe i mean is that catholicism what is like it's lutheran lutheranism yeah oh right christianity Christianity. sorry my bad guys we should probably be plugging ourselves a little bit at the end that's what they like if we go we have an instagram and a reddit and whatever oh yeah okay Okay. so if you guys 
want to look at stuff and listen to our podcast online and shit we have a website what's the website called someone else say because i don't know terryfoxypodcast.com our instagram and you can also check us out on instagram at terryfoxyladies hell yeah bitches do we and have we're a working on our Reddit, but Sonia is failing to get enough. <laughs> Sonia's getting down. Sonia keeps downvoting me, you assholes. I can't accumulate enough karma to fucking make a subreddit because you guys are downvoting my comments. <laughs> Ungrateful little shit. I like how you're already. <laughs> I'm already fighting with the fans. Yeah, I'm not you are the ones <laughs> downvoting your comments. You little pieces of shit. <laughs> Oh, Sonia's audio stopped recording. That's okay. We're going to say bye. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Ainsley. I'm Jenna. (laughs) I'm Brayden. And And I'm Sonia. Sonia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sonia and I'm Polish. I'm Sonia and I'm a half breed. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.